You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Help! I suck at dating. With Dean, Vanessa, and Jared. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on yet another episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. We might not be a People's Choice nominee. We might not be Ben or Ashley I, but damn it, we're here every week and we love doing it. Uh, joined in studio by my good friend Jared, who is back from his honeymoon. Yeah, we are I'm going, back. We are going to dive into the bellows and understand exactly what you guys have been doing for the past couple of weeks. It's been so long since I've seen you. You're tan. You're all of this, this sun-kissed skin. The facial hair, it somehow got thicker. You are looking fantastic. Vanessa obviously is in her apartment in Montreal as well. Um, and we're just going to go from there. We're kind of flying from the seat of our pants today. When was the last I Suck at Dating podcast with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared all on at the same time? It's been quite a it's, while. I think right it's before months. his wedding, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the last time we recorded all together was Tahoe. Wow. Yeah, quite the extensive period of time. And Tahoe was about a month and a half ago, right? So yeah, yeah. here we are. So Jared. Jared, I got to say you look really good with the ring on your finger. Thank you, Vanessa. Oh, I appreciate I it. Realize. I know. Look there it that. is. Shining, glimmering. Wow. How does it feel? Listening. Feels good. Feels normal. Do you take it off at Feels night like I should be wearing this ring for a while. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you take it off when you sleep? Yeah, I already lost it once. Uh, well, actually, technically, I didn't lose it. I misplaced it because I found it. <laughs> I don't know how that. I don't well, know if that's, well, that's well, long story short. That's we not were, airtight logic. We were in New York after we came back from our honeymoon. We had to be in New York for a few days. Ashley was recording. Almost famous. I went to go to Barnes and Noble, walked around, went to go reach for a book. Noticed that my ring was not there. Now the Ooh. thing about my ring, it's doesn't. It's a little loose, and when my hand gets wet, it becomes very slippery and falls off easily. I was very aware of this on the honeymoon. I was very conscious of this, so I made sure to like always have my hand in a fist. But then, so I reached for a book in Barnes and Noble. My ring wasn't there. I had a panic attack because we were about ten blocks from the hotel. So I was thinking I could have lost it within any span of time 
But then I was thinking rationally and thought, okay, it had to have slipped off when I was either in the shower or washing my hands. So I immediately went back to the hotel, checked the shower floor, wasn't there, checked the sink, wasn't there, had another mini panic attack until I noticed to the right of the sink, right on the counter, was my wedding ring. And so housekeeping, shout out to Knickerbocker, Knickerbocker housekeeping for... Uh, Keeping my ring on the counter. They must have saw it either on the shower floor or on the sink. And you then don't just think put you it took it off and set it there and just forgot? No. I would have remembered. So you, so when you go to bed at night, you take it off and put it on the nightstand? No, no. I keep it on. You I do. just keep it on. Yeah. Why don't you just get a size a little bit better? I'm going to. Oh. We've been away. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. So Anyway. So, I never take mine off, just for the record. I don't know why anybody takes theirs off. I never take mine you off. You get a dent if you don't take it off. Yeah, I want that dent. That dent's a good I kind of do, too. It's like Aww. a permanent wedding ring, you know? Oh, you're so cute. I I have friends who are married that take theirs off to like rock climb and like mm-hmm. things that require oh, you to right. use your hands. I'll, I'll give you rock climbing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to lose a finger in case it gets caught. I was gonna take it off while uh, working out, or I should say, attempting to work out. Yeah. But then uh, I've gotten used to it. South Beach diet, baby. Always about it. So tell us about your honeymoon. You went to Positano, to um, uh, Santorini. Yeah, so we left immediately after the wedding. Uh, We got married on a Sunday, left on that Monday, because that's what Ashley always wanted. Uh, Left, flew to... And I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off there. I just have a question. So is that that typical for married couples to do, or do you typically stay around in the venue area for a couple days and then leave? I think traditionally you leave pretty immediately. I don't know. This is what Ashley wanted to do. I think traditionally, you usually leave for the honeymoon pretty immediately. And you know what? It's really up to the couple, I think. Uh, But we left immediately, uh, flew into Naples, uh, and then went to Amalfi Coast. Naples, Florida? Uh, Naples, Florida. It was great. Drove up to Orlando, went to Disney World. (laughs) That would have been the honeymoon I wanted. No. (laughs) Italy was fantastic. We went to Amalfi Coast, went to Pasitano, and then we took a ferry to Capri, and Capri was absolutely gorgeous, which is an island off the coast of Italy. Uh, and then we flew to uh, Santorini in Greece, which was absolutely breathtaking. Spent five days there. Stay in uh, Ia? Ia? Uh, Ia, no, we stayed outside of Ia. Uh, we were only about a f- 10 minute drive from there, so we went to Ia many times. Uh, you know, we had this uh, sunset cruise that mm-hmm. we did for a day, which was uh, breathtaking. Uh, and it was just an incredible time. It was really nice. Um, Ashley was spot on when she said she wanted to do that because she wanted to feel like husband and wife, like a married couple. She didn't want to get married and then go immediately back home because uh, we had the opportunity to go on a honeymoon. And of course, we wanted to take advantage of it. And she was absolutely right because it did feel uh, different. Like a honeymoon. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you know everybody, as soon as they find out that you're on your honeymoon, immediately treat you differently or give you coupons for free mm-hmm. drinks or like, oh my God, congratulations, you guys are just married and let me see the rings. And uh, so it was quite an experience and it was truly um, one of the, the best two weeks of my life. Did, and you fly, so, did you fly first class? Well, that's a personal question. Well, it's, it's a question. Uh, we, we did though, uh, luckily, knock on wood. Uh, not the entire trip, but we were able to, the, the long stretches from here over to Naples, the, we were able to get, biz, it's business class, it's the, different. It's the reason I ask is because I just watched the Friends episode where Monica and Chandler are on their honeymoon and a couple ahead of them gets upgraded to first class for free because they say that they're on their honeymoon. Oh, okay. Oh. We didn't get upgraded. No. We just, you know, paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, actually, ironically though, Ashley's sister Lauren and her boyfriend got upgraded to first class when they flew back to Los Angeles, oh, randomly. Nice. Yeah. 
So it kind of worked out for them. Uh, but the honeymoon was was uh, awesome. Uh, Your pictures looked amazing. Yeah, it was just it was an incredible time. And honestly, her and I just really relaxed the entire time. Uh, we did a little bit of sightseeing, a little bit of traveling, but I think. Uh, we didn't want our honeymoon to be bouncing around from place to place and feel like we had an itinerary. We yeah. really just wanted to relax and enjoy our time together and eat and and lay out by the pool and drink and yeah. and you know be romantic and all that. Well, yeah, five days in Santorini is a lot because Santorini is a small island. It is, and so like you get the spirit <laughs> that you can just kind of relax and unwind and yeah, uh, really unwind, which yeah. was great. Uh, you know, and it was just uh, an incredible time that I'll never forget. And the wedding was just absolutely stunning and, and it, the, the best weekend of my life. This is your first podcast episode post-wedding, too. Yeah. Okay. It was the best so, weekend of my life. So we should probably dive into that a little bit, too. What was the highlight of the honeymoon specifically, though? Uh, highlight of the honeymoon... Um, wow, there's so many of like, them. Whether it's location or dinner or like... <laughs> our, our, our favorite... Well, honestly, our favorite dinner... Uh, probably was this small restaurant that we went to in Capri. So the hotel that we stayed at was in the middle of this little village where we could go and walk around. There'd be little shops and coffee and espresso and restaurants. And and so we went to this restaurant one night that was just, uh, it was a small little nook and the food was incredible. Of course, we got two pasta dishes and the pasta there is outrageously Mm. good because it's all- Did you feel like you were less bloated after you had pasta? Yeah. Ashley actually did some research into this because you you don't, you know, when you eat a huge bowl of pasta over here, you know, your stomach's full, you feel bloated, you feel gross, and you just want to lay down over there. I, you don't feel bloated at all. And it, it doesn't feel like you ate this huge heap of pasta with sauce. Uh, and it's apparently because there's no, uh, you know, pesticides. And yeah. yeah, it's not, it's less processed. It's all organic there. So the pasta was so fresh and tasted amazing. And it was just, uh, that was probably one of my favorite dinners and one of the highlights. And Capri itself, Capri. I think, was the highlight for us. Um, Wait, so the dinner in Capri and Capri. So all in all, Capri was just the. I think Capri was our, our favorite. Uh-huh. Santorini was uh, stunning, though. All yeah, three that places. Was Taking. Yeah. yeah. And the Malfi Coast was incredible as well. But the resort that we stayed at, we had a room um, which was kind of located down by the water. Um, and obviously it was lo- it was on a cliff. And so in order to get to our room from the hotel every day, we had to walk about 200 steps. So it's like a workout. Oh, it was a workout. Yeah. And they're not easy steps. Right. Those are, you know, each step is about awkwardly three sized. foot. You know, it's, it's about three feet yeah. wide. And they're like, and it's, so you're it's not the same size step every time. It's like, it's probably like a different size step. Yeah. Every time, right? You know, it's, it's obviously rocky and yeah, different yeah, yeah. levels. And, uh, so we certainly got our steps in there. Um, and I felt really bad because our last day, of course, the hotel really wants to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And we had two suitcases with us. And I so there were, that. yeah, the guys, this, this guy Rocky. who looked like Ivan Drago from Rocky four, literally threw two over his shoulder and just <laughs> walking up the steps. As if he's Hercules. Yeah. Those guys are crazy. I mean, they do that every day, so like obviously they get used to it, and they just like build a tolerance or for or whatever. But yeah, you always see them, and then you're like, God, that's impressive. Yeah, but I think honestly, probably the highlight as well was our first dinner in Amalfi, just because it was our first uh, dinner uh, uh, on our honeymoon. We had a, a breathtaking view, um, so that was probably one of the highlights you, as well. Did you guys stop in New York on the way there, or on the way back, or both? on the way back? Oh, and you went to the Jonas Brothers concert. Well, yes, Ashley wanted to go to the Jonas Brothers concert because we had to go to New York for a few days anyway. And then, of course, she timed it perfectly where the Jonas Brothers were in town that, that day. So we went to the Staples Center and uh, saw the Jonas Brothers perform. And they put on a great show. You, you know, hey, I, they, they're musically talented. They put on a good show. I enjoyed myself. It was funny, though, because I was surrounded by uh, girlfriends or wives with their significant others as well, who probably were in the same boat as me, where it's like, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun. They're losing their s***. 
but I'm I'm having a good time. I will say I do admire your willingness to go along with um, Ashley to those types of things. I mean, she's been to so many Rob Thomas concerts. Come on. But she, I'm sure she likes Rob Thomas. Yeah, she does. It's a little bit more musical. Uh, musically, he is more both of our style. Yeah, We're yeah, Jonas yeah, yeah. Brothers. More I mean, I very much enjoy Sucker. That's a fantastic song. I'll be honest, I couldn't name a single Jonas Brothers song. But You know Sucker. It's the one that's on the radio all the time now. I don't listen to the radio. <laughs> I don't have a radio in the van. Oh, that doesn't shock. Very me. insulting to those of us in the radio industry. Just <laughs> yeah, as he's in oh. iHeart Studio right now. Yeah, I don't listen to the radio. So, did you feel like you were you had more privacy while you were in Europe on your honeymoon? Yeah, uh, I mean, a couple of people came up to us that were also on their honeymoon, which was really sweet. Uh, oh. Yeah, a couple of people were saying, "We know that you just got married. We just got married." So it was this really nice moment between us. Uh, but all in all, no, yeah, it was it was very uh, secluded and private. Uh, which was really nice. Ashley and I really had some time to try to soak in every moment of the honeymoon because that's, you know, it's never going to happen again. We only have one. Uh, so we really tried to make sure that we enjoyed every second of it and just uh, collected as many memories as we possibly could and just really live in the moment. Um, and we tried to do that, honestly, from the entire time when we flew into uh, Rhode Island uh, up until, you know, when we flew back to New York when it was all said and done. Because so, you guys were gone for, what, two weeks? We were in Europe for 12 full days. It's a long time. It was a long time. We wanted to make sure mm-hmm. um, that we, you know, it's a long flight. To, you know, it's about 10 yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. And so we really wanted to try to make sure that we could extend it as long as possible because with such a long flight, we wanted to make sure we... Get your time's worth. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I mean, this was only my second time to Italy. I've only been there once before, and that was in 2009. Ashley hadn't, hadn't been there in, I think, 15 years. So it's not like we were able to go to Italy every other weekend. Yeah. So it was really kind of one of those moments where we wanted to take advantage of our time because we have no idea when the next time we'll ever be in Italy. And it was the first time I was ever in Greece. Granted, it was Santorini, so it's the island, but I had never been in Greece before. Were, did you fly into Santorini Airport or did you fly yeah. into Athens and then take the boat up? No, no, no. So we flew from Capri, actually. Oh, excuse me, from Naples right into Santorini, which How a lot of people were flabbergasted by how shitty is santorini's airport small it's the worst airport i've ever been to in my life no I customs think. either no customs i had like i remember what i flew out yeah. of santorini just uh, flew right in and walked right into the country what mark why is mark laughing over there it's so relatable oh my gosh santorini italy <laughs> is the worst airport <laughs> yeah. i've ever been to you uncultured swine santorini is in greece not in italy oh, sorry Greece. Uh, it was just it was, it's small what'd you hate about it so much what's well, your beef my, with santorini my airport, experience bro? with it was i had a flight out of santorini airport at 3 a.m and i got there at 1 a.m and at 105 a.m i got an email saying my flight was delayed seven hours oh and so i had to stay in the shitty airport for an extra seven hours i saw you post about that i was very upset that's a bad one that is a bad how can you delay a flight seven hours i was not happy um but it ended up working out at the end of the day but okay so what did you miss most while you were traveling uh what did i miss most right because like you're you know you're oh, my, your well, home, your routine um i think i missed uh, two things really one i miss our dog mm. lois uh Aww. yeah oh she's she's our child uh so we really missed her and then secondly i really missed being with my family, our family, um, after the wedding, because it was such a, a, a moment and a night and a weekend uh, that I really wanted time to just spend with everybody that was involved, you know, her parents, my parents, siblings, friends, family, and just like be like, and just talk about it. You know, it's got to be such an interesting, interesting contrast to go from the wedding, which is your friends, your family, and you're like all spending time together consistently for the course of the weekend to then just you and Ashley for 12 days in a row. Yeah. It's like you're, you're surrounded by all of these people 
all the time, and then all of a sudden it's just you and Ashley. You know, like that's yeah. got to be weird. I would imagine. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't really that weird. No. I think I'm uh, Ashley and I are so comfortable with each other and just being around each other all the time now that it's really second nature. Just like an adjustment, I guess maybe. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that it was weird for you and Ashley. Just like to go from the smothering and like all of this attention from yeah. all the people being at your wedding, which I want to talk. Let's talk about your wedding too, because uh, obviously it was beautiful and it it's funny. Yeah, did you have fun? I had a. Did you? Are you being sarcastic? No, I. I mean, I haven't really talked to you about it. I mean, we we've, we've talked since, but not like yeah, I haven't I, asked you if you had fun. Yet. I still can't get over how much fun I had. All I was, right, good. I was like, kind of like, oh, gotta go to a wedding. I'm never really a big fan of weddings, but then I was there, and I was like, holy cow, this is like one of the most beautiful things I've ever been to. And well, I've talked about it to my friends who, um, like, obviously removed from Bachelor Nation. One friend in particular who was like a big, big, um, like. Disney fan and you guys played a lot of Disney songs at <laughs> yes, the reception and she was like losing her shit. and I was like yeah you should have seen the setup it looked just like it was straight out of Beauty and the Beast's castle mm-hmm. and then they were playing like the Disney music on top of that yeah um, I mean I had a blast my only complaint if I were to, if, if you were to come to me and have like a Dean give me one thing that you didn't like about the wedding I'm just, not asking that it, I'm t- gonna tell you <laughs> okay it just ended too early well the, the problem what was what time did it end it ended at uh, uh, well, we had oh. it ended at midnight, so we had everybody leave at eleven forty-five, which is not l- early. It's not early, but I'm just saying, I was having so much fun, I wanted it to go longer. No, that was what we wanted. You know, we were supposed to end an hour early, and that night we extended it an hour. Oh wow! Because the cocktail party was going long, because pictures were taking long, which I feel like anybody who's ever gotten married can relate to. That of course, pictures are taking longer than they're supposed to, um, but we. We extended it, and we re- that's awesome that you said that. And probably one of the best compliments that anybody paid to me throughout the entire night was that so many people came up and said, this is the most Ashley and Jared wedding we could have possibly imagined, mm-hmm. which really felt the world to me because Ashley and I worked so hard throughout the past year with our wedding planner, Troy Williams, whose company is called Simply Troy, nice. which I find fantastic. You, you met him. He's yeah, a good. bald gay man who's just the most fantastic human being you'll ever meet in your entire life. And he... Um, he, his company is called Simply Troy because everything's simply. Like, he's just simply grateful. Hmm. <laughs> he, he <did> <laughs> Which I job. find hysterical. He worked um, his ass off, too. He did a great job. Oh, he was incredible. And his entire wedding team was just phenomenal. And and he did such a good job of letting Ashley and I really incorporate our personalities at this wedding. Uh, like, even, like, you talk about the music. Every song that played was was picked Hands up like by it. Ashley and I. Yeah. And we just, you know, had the band play. Um uh, you know, we were just like, can you please play these songs? And they're like, yeah, sure. This is great. And then with uh, DJ Jack, who is Lauren's boyfriend, we asked the same thing. Like he played his songs, then he was able to put the mix together. And then during the dinner, we had the the the, the uh, string quartet play musical uh, movie themes, yeah. which was awesome. Oh my God, this sounds so amazing. Yeah, it was just, we, we, we wanted to make sure we put details in there that meant the world to Ashley and I. Even, for example, during the ceremony, we had two readings, but they weren't your traditional readings. They were movie readings. And people can give us crap for that. I don't really care because it was what Ashley and I wanted. Yeah. And one of them was, so we had a, a, a one bridesmaid and one groomsman go up and do a reading from a movie. And the first one was the finale scene from Jerry Maguire where he comes in, I'm looking for my wife. And then that was fantastic. And then we had to do another reading from when Harry met Sally, where of course he goes to the New Year's Eve party and confesses his love for, for uh, Meg Ryan's character. And Nick did a great job with that. Too. Nick dominated it it was awesome also yeah i just want to point out this like it's kind of awkward that i'm, I'm talking about the wedding because of the history between vanessa and i uh, and, and vanessa i hope you don't feel awkward about 
talking about oh, it? Not at all. I, I I was watching your stories and I, I found it absolutely amazing. And like I said, it just ended up happening that that weekend, too, was my grandmother's funeral. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I texted so you I after just, yeah. So it was just um, I, I absolutely loved watching your stories and hearing, you know, like watching everyone else's reactions to your the whole experience from like even when Ashley was trying on wedding dresses to seeing her final pick of her wedding dress was like, oh, my God, I'm sure all the girls that were following her were so amazed by her dress and like everything that you guys put together. So absolutely no hard feelings at all. I love hearing these stories. Um, but thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. No, I, 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 it's weird because I just, yeah, Ashley was, uh, yeah, it was, she looked breathtaking and, and just that entire day, you know, like I, I think back on memories, it's only been a month, but like us playing football on the beach. And then of course, you know, cupcake getting hurt, hurt. felt, uh, I just felt horrible, but like, that was so much fun. And then the rehearsal dinner was so much fun. And then the day of just hanging out the house. I mean, you don't remember any of that, but (laughs) because I slept in until like three. Oh, that was fantastic. It was like 4 PM. The ceremony is an hour and a half. And it's like, all right, so we got to get Dean. He's it's because I remember the night before we went out to O'Brien's. Yeah. And I was like, all right, tonight's like the last night. Jared's a single man. I'm going to get him as drunk as possible. I'm like buying <laughs> shots. Forever. I don't think you were taking the shots. I took two. I took two shots. Right. Well, so my goal was to get you as drunk as possible. But in reality, I got myself as drunk oh, as yeah. possible. Well, because you kept going. You were like, I'm getting another shot. And I was like, I'm good. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, I'll be back. And I was like, wow, he's taking another one. Good God. Good yeah. for you. No, I'm, I'm glad that everybody had fun. Um, and I even think back on that moment before, right before we went into the church altogether, when it was just us groomsmen in the, in the side room and Alon was there as well. Alon Gale, who officiated <laughs> our wedding. Um, yeah, it's just like moments like that. You're so nervous. I was so nervous. I was just so overwhelmed with so many different emotions yeah. because it's such a weird feeling. And anybody who's been married can relate to this where everybody in that room is only there for, for you. you. Yeah. Celebrating mm-hmm. your love. And it's so many people, different walks of my life mm-hmm. um, that it's just... This like, like you were there with my dad yeah. and all and your friends Nick was from there like with, high school and stuff. Yeah, and and Nick was there with you know, uh, yeah, uh, you know, not only my father who's my best man, but like my friends from school and high school and and just like it, it was this surreal moment where so many people that have been so close with me uh, from all different aspects of my life now are all together in one room and it's you? everything I ever wanted. Right. Um, and I'm marrying my best friend. It was just, it was, uh, it was cool. It was really crying, cool, man. It was cool, man. I, I know I talk a lot about it, but I don't care if people think that I'm talking too much about it because it was just, uh, it was one of those, one of those, one of those weekends, you know, one of those days. I think it'd be weirder if you didn't talk about it. Yeah, I guess. Right. Yeah. If I was like, yeah, it was cool. Moving right along. Which honestly, like if and when I get married, that's probably what I'm going to do. Yeah, I got married, whatever. Let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> Just, and that's probably going to be an issue. So it's good that you're so so jazzed about it. I think that's a good thing. I, I guess. Know, my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners who are either planning on getting married or are, they are engaged or I'm in a position where like I feel like the person that I'm with is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. What is a piece of advice that you can give to us listeners, to the listeners who are taking that extra step. And if you were to go back and say, you know what, I spend, we spend too much time thinking about this for the wedding. Not, not important. Like what's something that you can say was helpful to do. I'm sure like having a wedding planner was really helpful. What's yeah. something that you thought, well, there was no point of thinking about this or stressing out over this. Um, I think my best advice is to make it your own as much as possible 
and don't worry about what anybody's going to think or, or, you know, just do what you want to do. Cause Ashley and I were a little, where we were stressed about a lot of things cause we worked really hard on the wedding, uh, with our, with our wedding planner. Uh, and we spent a lot of money on it and we were very stressed about that and curious, what, is it going to be worth it? It's one uh-huh. day of our lives and this is what we're putting into it. Um, and looking back on it, it was worth every second of effort. It was worth every dollar we spent because mm-hmm. it just created a memory that I, I I can't tell you how grateful I am for. So that would be my advice is to make, you know, don't be, sh- it's everything that you're stressing about right now during the wedding planning, or if you will stress, you will stress during wedding planning. It's all going to be worth it. It's all going to be worth it. You know, um, and, 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 and personalize it, you know, like if you're spending money, if you want, like, don't be afraid to ask. I remember when we were asking the band, uh, we kind of felt a little, um, I don't want to say self-absorbed, but awkward to say, Hey, can you play these songs? And then we were thinking about it. Let's just do it. Let's just ask. And they were like, yeah, of course we can play those songs. No worries. And then every song that was played there, every song that came on, it was like, Oh, I love this song. Oh, I love this song. And then, um, you know, and, and then even like the movie readings, you know, we knew people were going to be like, oh, God, they're yeah. they're having movie lines. And it was like, well, that's what we want. And wedding. everybody seemed to really enjoy it. And it was fun and it was emotional. And we put so many of our details into it, even like simple things like our invitations, uh, the, the like the on the outside of the envelope. It was it said A and J with the Superman symbol around it. Mm which I don't think a lot of people picked up on, but it was something that was so meaningful to me to be like, oh, instead of the S in there, it's the A and J, you know? Um, and so we just had a lot of fun with it. And so that's my best advice is, yep, it's definitely going to be more expensive than you think. Uh, and there's going to be uh, payments that you have to make at last minute that you're going to stress out about. And it's going to seem that like nothing is coming together. And is it going to be worth it? And I promise you it all will be worth it because when that day comes and you're with the people that you love the most um, and they're there celebrating you and your love, there is not a feeling like it in this world that I have yet to experience, which, um, you know, I'm sure will be topped if, you know, Ashley and I are, uh, you know, lucky enough to have kids one day. Um, but uh, for the moment, it was, uh, yeah, even my dad, my dad came up to me. So I got to see him before we flew out on Monday. And he said, uh, he said it was one of the highlights of his life. It's mm, awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, no I money could ever match, you know, hearing that from your dad. I guess one final question, the one that we're all dying to know. Oh God. <laughs> it's not about <laughs> sex, Jared. And that's where your mind goes. Did Dean hook up with anybody at the wedding? <laughs> I kissed Nick. Yeah. Ooh. I kissed Ben too. I'm pretty sure you kissed me on the lips one time. I definitely kissed you. There's yeah. just something about me when I'm drunk and I'm around my friends. All I want to do is kiss him. Yeah. That's not the question oh we're asking. Oh my God. <laughs> the question we're all dying to know is, under your tuxedo at the wedding while you were resetting your vows, were you wearing a love man shirt? No. Oh. Oh, I should have. We uh. wanted to name one of the drinks love man, but then it was, actually I'll tell a quick story. So Caitlin came, yeah. Caitlin and Jason, and... I forgot that I had said this on my first season of Paradise, oh. but I, we were going to name one of the drinks, the specialty drinks, Love Man. Yeah. 
And then apparently my first season of Paradise, I said, I'm not Love Man anymore because that was for Caitlyn. Uh, and then I remembered it while making the drinks and I was like, that would uh, be weird, yeah. well, we can't name one of the drinks that anymore. Right, right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, one more thing about the wedding. I was so happy it was in Rhode Island. Yeah. You know, I'm Dude. so glad that people came and loved Newport, Newport Rhode Island. Beautiful. It's it spectacular, man. It was like a, it's like the type of town, like if you were to pull someone out of any country in the world and you were like, you need to show them a town that, uh, sh that mimics America or that like, that shows you what America looks like. Right. I just feel like it's like a very quintessential American town where you can just like be there and be like, okay, like this is like a, it's like the Victorian houses or whatever. And like the ruffles with the red, white, and blue on them on mm -hmm. the, the white picket fences on the top floor of the house. I don't know. It was, was mind-blowing. It's beautiful. It is, man. It's just home, you know, and that's why I, I loved, I'm, I'm so happy that we were able to have our wedding, it, you know, home. Uh, and I'm so glad everybody loved Newport and, and enjoyed it. And I'm so glad the weather was nice and cooperated because that was really a game changer. And that was another thing that I, I loved about the entire wedding process was making sure that Rhode Island, my home, was incorporated in it, even with... Uh, you know, we had Dunkin' Donuts there, uh, where people Shake took Shack. Shake Shack was there, which is obviously West Coast, but Shake Shack that we didn't know Shake Shack was coming. Hmm. They surprised us. So shout out to Shake Shack for nice. doing that. Uh, and then like everybody took professional photos, which they all received, but they also were, I don't know how they did this. They took the photos and were able to print them on hmm. donuts. And then everybody got a donut leaving the wedding, mm -hmm. uh, which was spectacular. And delicious. And delicious. And then we had like a Dell's lemonade dessert, which is very uh, quintessential in Rhode Island. Uh, the bartender, Adam, uh, is one of my really good friends who I used to work with at the Providence Oyster Bar. And he's the best bartender I ever have seen. And he came and bartended the wedding because I wanted everybody to have like a VIP experience. And I knew he would provide that. Um and just like to have all those like little details in there and there were far more that I can't remember now, but just to really like hit home yeah. uh, was something that meant a ton to me. Well, we love it. We love you. It's great that you were able to experience that. We're, we're grateful to be part of that as well through the no, podcast. No, I know. I love you both guys. And uh, I'm really glad. Uh, yeah. You're married now. I'm you married. You I'm a husband. Dating. You wow. upgraded from sucking at dating to hopefully not sucking at being married. Yes. Th this week is your one month anniversary. Uh huh. It was yesterday. Yesterday was four weeks since we got married. You made it a month. Made it a month. That's. I mean, if I was a betting man, yeah, I don't think you would have made it this far. A lot of people said no way. Yeah. No way at a month. I know. Anybody lose money in this room right now? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's be honest. Easton's pulling out his wallet right now. <laughs> uh, I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> Anyways, we'll definitely be drawn back to this uh, quite a bit just because obviously it's super interesting. And it's a big part of your life now. So, um, but before, well, I guess not before anything, we are going to move on to the next segment. Dean, we need to talk about you because you've been on a TV show. You just came back to it. You asked the woman, I don't know if you love her, but you really like her to leave paradise with you. And we find out the answer when we get back. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. 
That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. So I can totally relate to this. So I've recently um, made a little bit of a story and an ad out there on Instagram talking about how I wanted to hire some interns. And let me tell you, it is hard to recruit people. It's a definite challenge. And as Quotable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered, they needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. She knew it, was, it wasn't going to be an easy find. So she decided to go with ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates really quick. Gretchen posted her job on, on ZipRecruiter and said she was impressed with how quickly she found qualified applicants. She also used a recruiter screening questions to filter her candidates so she could focus on the best ones. And that is how Gretchen now has a new game artist in less than two weeks. And this is a true story. Like I said, I've been looking for interns and I know how hard it is to find the right fit. With results like that, there's it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. That's amazing. Within the first day. It's pretty crazy. That's why ZipRecruiter is amazing. And you can see why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Big, small, medium, van size. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash date. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash D-A-T-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash date. The smartest way to hire. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Vanessa, Dean, myself, all in studio. And Dean, we have to talk about you because now we've seen you leave paradise, come back to paradise, ask for Kaylin back after you broke up with her when you gave her the birthday cake. A lot of things going out. A lot of, just a lot of things happening. Why do you have to remind them of the birthday cake thing? The birthday breakup. Was it really a bad... Well, I thought it was nice you gave her the cake. I don't know. I also think that was overblown the What's whole... What's Stop it. Stop with the mic thing. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to get in position. Okay. He's getting nervous. Now? He's getting nervous. Um, I, I I thought the whole birthday cake with, was overblown. Like at least you were truthful. 
What do you, the birthday cake? Was? The whole leaving on her birthday. I don't know why people. I mean, I, I guess it just, wasn't this. Let me just set the record straight because uh, there seems to be a lot of miscommunication about what actually happened. Okay, let's hear it. I dumped her at 3 a.m. the day after her birthday. It was no longer her birthday, and I am so sick of being criticized for dumping a girl on her birthday when it wasn't even her birthday. But I guess the question is, should you have just... Con- <laughs> I, what, what would have been worse? You either telling the truth in the moment or holding off till the next day and then possibly maybe not getting another chance to be honest? Is that There was... So I, I'll say this. I, I think you did the right thing. I didn't go into the night expecting to break up with Kaylin that night. I think I can share that. I went so what the, made you want to break up with her? Well, Vanessa, I'll get there. <laughs> I'm building it up a little bit. I'm telling. I'm trying to tell a story here. I'm a storyteller. I went in that night. Uh, I guess I went into. Let's let's reverse engineer this all the way from the beginning. So I walked down to paradise. Said I didn't want to be in a relationship with anyone. I was very clear about that. Not only with Kaylin, but with everyone on the beach, the contestants, the producers. The entire time, I was like, "Yeah, like I'm just here. I'm not going to leave as a boyfriend. I'm not going to leave with a girlfriend." So obviously, it begs the question: Why even go to paradise? Which we've talked about before. I I went because it was fun. <laughs> it was exactly. a fun thing to do. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. For example, when you go on a date with someone, sometimes you always don't go into a date with the expectations oh I'm going to develop a relationship with this person you go because you meet someone and it's fun and you never know what's going to happen right why would you say no to an opportunity just because you like it's silly to say no to things I didn't have any exactly it's not like it doesn't matter I didn't miss out on anything by not going so what's the point of not going but anyways that's the point it was a very well known fact that me being on that beach was just there to have a good experience and, and you were honest from the very moment you walked down with everyone with Kaylin with the contestants with the producers everyone knew that and it got to a point where you know at this point after dumping Kaylin which we, I think we talked about it on a podcast a couple weeks ago was you know I was on the beach for like six days Kaylin was getting really really invested in the relationship I liked her but I knew very well that I wasn't going to leave the beach in a relationship with her and because of that and knowing I guess I could say this too is like even within the first 10 minutes of meeting Kaylin the first time she told me that the person she was most excited to meet was Connor S Mm -hmm. and I appreciated the honesty I appreciated her telling me that and I knew that Connor S still was slotted to come down to that beach at some point and I knew that if I was on the beach with her and him at the same time she wouldn't be able to fully explore that relationship that she so Mm. clearly expressed that she was interested in exploring and I knew that Connor want, liked her. Like, I knew that they would have hit it off. I knew that they would have got along well, but they wouldn't, like I said, wouldn't have been able to fully explore that with my presence on the beach. Because of that, and because of my knowledge of not wanting to be in a relationship, I was like, you know what? It doesn't make sense for me to stay here. It doesn't make sense for me to allow your feelings to continue to grow and grow and grow for me when I know that I'm not going to get to the place that you need me to be. I know that you're going to like this other guy, and I know you've been wanting to meet him for a long time, so I'm just going to bow out now, allow you to explore that connection. I left, uh, and then obviously I regretted it. I thought about her a lot. I drove to the Grand Canyon. I reflected. I thought about things. I thought about how if I want to be in a relationship, I'm never going to be good at being in a relationship until I like practice and I try and I, I, I work on these things. It's a, it's a muscle. If you don't work out the muscle, it's not going to get strong enough to ever, right? Like I said in the show, if I wait until I'm perfect to be in a relationship, I'm going to spend the rest of my life alone. I really do believe that. Um, and so I called one of the producers, and I was like, hey, like I'm sad. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I think I made the wrong decision. And I guess we can we can actually go back a little further. That night on her birthday, I was talking to one of my friends, and we were talking about next steps. They were they were like, "Well, like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? You're making this you're you're not making this girl, but like this girl is like falling and falling further for you and further for you." 
And I was like, you're right. Like, I can see this, like, getting to the end and me, like, absolutely crushing her because I've made it very clear I don't want to be in a relationship. And so we concluded that now would be the best time for me to leave. Yeah, I think going into paradise with the idea that you're not going to leave in a relationship, I think is fine. But once you're down there and you start developing a relationship with someone, then it would have been wrong of you to stay and continue that relationship if you still didn't see you ending up in a committed relationship right. after the show. And I was so set in my conviction of not leaving in a relationship <laughs> that I wouldn't let anything stand in that way. Like mm-hmm. that was what uh, was paramount for me. I was like, I'm not leaving in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm not leaving in a relationship, no matter what my feelings develop like on the beach. And so and the reason, sorry, but the reason I say that too, that I don't think it's bad for anyone to go and not thinking they're going to end up in a relationship is because most of the time people are wrong. And I've noticed that Hmm. so many times, either my friends in everyday life or going on the show say like, Oh, I'm never going to leave in a relationship. I'm not going to date this person so on and so forth. And then they go on a date with someone and they're like, wow, actually I kind of really like this person. Mm -hmm. And they were wrong. Right. That's why I say that. And it's better that I almost prefer it to, uh, to meet someone that doesn't want to be in a relationship because then when you enter into a relationship with them, you know, like they want to be in the relationship because it's you and not because they want to be in a relationship. So it's almost more romantic in that sense, in my opinion. Anyways, I fly back, I go to San Diego, I fly back to San Diego. I call my producer friend and say, Hey, Hey, I think I made the wrong choice. I'm really upset. He says, just like take some time to think about it. If you wake up tomorrow morning and you still feel this way, give me a call and we'll fly you back down to Mexico. So I drove to the Grand Canyon, spent a couple hours out there, just like thinking about things, driving. Obviously, you can clear your mind. Um, slept on it. Called him up the next morning. Actually, that was the morning that we, I flew here. So I called him up and I was like, I regret my decision and I want to fly back and see if Kaylin will reconsider and take me back. And so he goes, great. I got you booked on a flight. You're leaving tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., whatever it is. So I come here, record a couple podcasts with you guys and fly back. And honestly, it's funny to say this because it worked out perfectly for me. It couldn't have worked out any better for me. I missed a wedding that I, you know, Chris and Crystal are great. Didn't really want to go to their wedding. <laughs> Not only that, multiple exes of mine were at that wedding that I just didn't want to see. Kaylin at the same time got to explore a relationship with a guy that she was really interested, unencumbered of my presence. So she had didn't have to like have me around <laughs> seeing, you know, like worrying about my feelings while she could explore her relationship with him. I got to come back and record two episodes of our podcast. Didn't miss a single week of our podcast. <laughs> It just, it didn't, it couldn't have worked out any better. Scheduling was on point that week for Dean. It literally blew my mind, like how the stars just aligned for all of that stuff. And obviously, like, let's say I went back and I didn't get uh, what I, what I went for, which was the relationship with Kaylin, at least. And and you kind of uh, consoled me a lot on this before I left too. You were like, dude, just do it. And like, if she says no, at least you'll know. And if she says yes, then that's great because you want to be in a relationship. But if you, if she says no, like, you know that you put yourself out there, you tried your best and it didn't work out and you can have no regrets about that. Exactly. And my big point when, and it was your decision, when you told me this, I thought it was a great idea for you to go back was that you didn't want to go back into paradise. You wanted to go and say, Kaylin, I want you to leave with me now. And I thought that was a big difference because if you went back down there and said, Hey, I want to come back into paradise and continue dating you. I don't know if that would have been a good look. And if I'm being honest, I don't know if she would have taken you back at that point, but I think you going into paradise and saying, I don't want to be back here. I just want you and I want you to leave with me so we can see if this works outside of here. It was a, I think that made her really believe that you were there only for her. It was a, it was a <clears throat> joint decision between me and production. It wasn't, 
it was one of the things where they were like, this is how it should be. Like, this is what you should do for the same reasons that you just stated. Like, they were like, you need to ask her to leave with you on the beach. You're not allowed to, like, stay on the beach yeah. and stay. And I was like, that's fine. I understand the reasoning for that. Let's do that. That makes a lot of sense. Obviously, it adds a lot more pressure for her because then she has to leave the beach. And yeah, Kaylin agreed to leave the beach with me. And what's funny is, like, obviously, I shaved my mustache off. I wore all Look black. Like Damn stud. I even I was talking to you about this off air. When you walked down those stairs and you had that dark navy short sleeved button down it on. Like, it was black. It was black, excuse me. It looked navy. Black button down and just the hair slicked back, long, luscious. It's at the perfect length. Mustache shaved. When you walked down the stairs, I was like, Dean could be coming for me and I would go with him. Uh, that's hilarious. You know? I was dressed for my own funeral. That's why I was wearing all black. Uh, <laughs> but, oh my God. But I, <laughs> But I showed up and actually I, when I was walking down the stairs onto the sand, it wasn't the normal entrance, which is like basically centered on the beach, right? Like you're familiar with the one that you walk down when you're entering the beach the first time. It was the one all the way at the south end of the beach. And so I had to like walk around and I had this like long dramatic walk up to the oh, day bed. God. And like people were like pointing at me and stuff like that. And as I was walking down the stairs, I was like, I, I don't think I should be doing this right now. Like this is a mistake. I regret being here because I was like terrified that I was there and she was going to say no. And like, I wanted her to say yes. And it would just be embarrassing. But I kept reminding myself, I was like, this is the right thing to be doing right now. Absolutely. Um, and so I talked to her and I, I would say almost immediately after talking to her the first time, like, like I said on the show too, like I can typically get a pretty good beat on people and I have like a good way to read the room, whatever, but I was still pretty split. I, although I was like more confident that she would leave with me than she wouldn't. There were still like, there were still doubts in my mind that she would stay and my favorite moment in paradise history i think happened on this episode what so connor is sitting on the day bed with a couple people and one of those people are christina yeah. and this wasn't this episode but it was last episode oh, yeah. and connor was like i think she's gonna stay with me like i don't think she's gonna <laughs> leave with dean and then christina <laughs> looks over at connor and says have you met dean and she go and he goes no and she goes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it was just like that moment where like Christina, who's been through it, who's, who has dated you in the past, knows how charming you are. It was just like such a real moment where I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I did. I chuckled when I saw that. Because it was just so good. Have but, you met Dean? No. <laughs> okay. As if like you're dead man walking, bro. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, well, that was like kind of weirdly complimentary of Christina. It was the most, it was the biggest compliment anybody. <laughs> could possibly say because um, connor's a good looking guy has a lot going for him he's very sweet very nice i like connor a lot but like in that moment it was i just... liked him a lot until he started talking shit about my van and then i didn't like him at all i know i saw that <laughs> you guys, was that there was like a little twitter i thought that was a joke but i can't tell well he i mean in the episode he's just saying dean's a fucking loser he's yeah back he was to a jerk van. like get out of here oh, like, which i'm sure like he was being fed those lines yeah that's probably prompted too so you never know if that's actually how he's feeling or if he's just being prompted and what's funny is i met him in person at the reunion show which airs next week and he was like dude i want to see your van like it sounds so sick like you live an awesome lifestyle i think a lot of people say dumb stuff when they're angry i yeah I've, especially I've when their a... ego is being bruised exactly we've all been jerks in that moment so like doesn't he shouldn't say those things like he was acting like a jerk in that moment but yeah it's understandable i guess as a viewer, because I've obviously never been on Paradise, but as a viewer, was it only one week that you were on Paradise and then you decided to leave? Because for people who are watching, it really feels like an eternity that you're on the beach together. I think the first time upon my first arrival, my first date with Kaylin, to me, breaking up with her on her birthday was six days. I was 
spend wow. on the beach. So not very long. Granted, you're spending every waking moment with each other because you have nothing really else to do. I would say like right. five to six days, maybe maybe five is more accurate. And then obviously when I was back on the beach, I was on the beach for like an hour. I had a conversation with Caitlin. She left, had the conversation with Connor. She came back, had the conversation with me. She went back and had the conversation with Connor. And then she left with me. I don't remember the specific logistics of that. But I do remember seeing from a distance, she was like, like I talked to her, which I was kind of surprised she even came, took the time to come talk to me, talk with me. And she made it clear after the fact. She was like, yeah, like I wasn't going to come talk to you. Like I wasn't even going to entertain the conversation with you because I was just like still pissed off at you. But then she said that she saw that I shaved the mustache and she was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I could talk to him now. And, no then, and then she goes back and she like pulls Connor aside to go talk to him. And Connor's like walking away shirtless. And I like see like more back muscles than I've ever seen on a person in my life. And I was Very like, Jack wow, man. that guy is, I was literally a hundred yards away from him. And I saw his muscles so finely and so acutely. And I was like, this guy is, there's no way she's going to leave with me. She's going to leave with this guy. So it was like this weird back and forth and I was so confused and I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And while Kaylin was talking to Connor, Christina came over to talk to me. And when Christina came over to talk to me, I was like, just, just, you have no reason, you have no, no point being here. Like you shouldn't be here talking to me right now. So I was like, I don't know if you can tell by watching the episode, but I was like super dismissive and very short with Christina being there because it just didn't make sense for me. Well, it was a situation that didn't involve her. Yeah. And she was involving herself. She was inserting herself in something that didn't involve her exactly. And look, yes, of course, Christina and I have dated before. So maybe she knows better than anyone on that beach what it's like to date me. But I, I just didn't see the purpose of her coming over. And it would have been weird if she was having a conversation about potentially leaving with a guy and you went yeah. over and talked to Christina and, was, and started like heckling her. It would be, it would be, it would, it, yeah, it would. So I didn't like that. Very so, weird. so if you saw, if you saw me being short or dismissive, that's why I just like, it didn't make sense to me why she was there. I didn't. I, I went there to talk to Kaylin. I didn't go there to talk to Christina. So I just didn't, I didn't want to be talking to her. You know what I mean? I get what Christina was trying to do in a sense, but at the same time, it just, it wasn't her place. Um, and then what happened? Uh, so how did it feel once Kaylin said, I'll leave with you? Um, it felt, I mean, obviously it felt great. I, yeah. got, I got what I wanted, uh, which is always a good feeling. I think that she got what she wanted, you know, going all the way back. Kaylin DM'd me a year and a half ago to try and meet up for coffee. Uh, obviously, like, nothing transpired between then and going to paradise, but, like, she expressed interest a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And so for her, I'm not going to speak for her, but I'm, I, I guess I am right now. She wanted to, she wanted to meet <laughs> me for I'm not going to speak time. for her, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> like, she's getting what she wanted, too. And so it was like a, it was a, it was a weird, like, fairy tale-ish romantic ending to a weird way of going about dating each other. And yes, like, maybe being able to remove myself from paradise mm -hmm for a couple of days and like drive and like explore mm -hmm. my thoughts and like talk to my friends and see what they thought. Uh, it allowed me to like have more clarity and perspective on a situation to let me go back and be like, look, I'm not going to tell you that I have all the answers to this relationship. It's probably going to be difficult and we're probably going to stumble through a lot of this stuff. We're not very similar in a lot of ways, but I, I want to try. And if you're willing to try with me, I think that we should give it a go. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the biggest part about jumping into a relationship is knowing that you're never going to have the answers. Mm -hmm. You know, a, a commitment is choice. You're yeah. choosing to be someone. Excuse me. You're choosing to be with someone. Uh -huh. And so I think a lot of people like yourself, Dean, sometimes when you feel like you don't have all the answers or if there is a small amount of doubt in your head that immediately makes you run away because that scares you. But the fact is most likely in every relationship, there will be those moments I mean, you're only human. And so I think it's really, I thought it was when you first told me you were going to do it, I loved it and I still love it. And I think it was the right decision. And I think it was the mm -hmm. best thing for you and Kaylin, uh, because 
you never, you, you would have never known what could have possibly happened had you not gone back down to paradise. And look at you now. Now you guys are together dating. It's been two well, months. Well, and I thought about it too. So a couple of my good friends uh, removed from, well, one good friend from the show, one of my best friends removed from, like that doesn't, that wasn't part of the show ever. I talked to both of them for like a, quite a while, like a couple hours while I was driving. You know, obviously it's just what you do is just drive and talk. And both of them were like, don't go back, man. Like, it doesn't make sense for you to go back. Why would you go back? You can just DM her and talk to her when she gets off the show. And, and I was thinking about it. I was like, well, no, like I saw how I saw a how interested she was in meeting Connor the first time. Like she expressed that to me. Uh, B, I saw how quickly our relationship grew over such a short amount of time. Similar amount, similar time frame for her and him. And so like 99.9% chance they leave the show in a relationship together. And so I was like, yeah, I could wait until the show's over and done filming, but she's probably going to be dating someone. And then it's like, also, if a relationship started on TV, I think it almost kind of makes more sense for me to come back and be like, this is like this sort of unfinished business and we're going to, it started here. So we need to finish it here as well. There'd be like a lot of unanswered questions if it w if it happened off. It would be like a much more tricky and hairier. And so I was like, the only logical thing for me to do right now is to go back. Yeah, and the most valuable thing we have is time. Why waste it? Why waste time in you thinking, oh, I'll just, I'll wait till she gets back and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And I was, a lot can happen there was, there in between was like, then. It was like 50-50 for a long time too. I was like, yeah, I'll just wait. I even sent her a long, uh, I sent her a long message on Instagram, actually. And then I was like, that i'm sorry language <laughs> i said <"F> so <laughs> and uh and yeah so i said i enjoyed it i enjoyed when you told her that you're you wanted to stop running away from good things in your life yeah. and i'm like oh this is a side of dean that we all love that we all see and now he's starting to see it in him too yeah. and i remember when we did that one episode when we were in san francisco i had like a bunch of notes about when you left and i was like oh my god and then for me i i think when it, it it stung for me. I remember who said it on the episode. Someone was like, oh, that's Dean, though. That's Dean, though. Like, they, it was like when you had left and you had broke her heart and whatever. Uh -huh. I don't know if it, I don't remember who had said it. But anyway, I was like, oh, I hate the fact that you gave yourself that reputation. Uh -huh. I hate the fact that you allow other people to talk about you like that. When we all know the people who know you and love you all know that you are so worthy of this love and so worthy of a person who's going to stick by you and leave a dating show with you when, you know, she was interested in someone else too. So it, like you said, everything did happen for a reason and it all worked out in the way that it did. Um, and I, it, but I hope the, sorry, the give, yeah, no, I just hope the takeaway for you was that you are deserving of this. I, I appreciate that, Vanessa. Thank you. I don't really know how to properly respond to that, but, uh, I did make a point. I even told Caitlin this after we left, I was like, honest because we left with maybe like six or seven days of filming remaining on the filming schedule and part of me was like well if she doesn't if she didn't want to leave the beach because she wanted to stay to get more screen time quote unquote or whatever you know what i mean then that's all the answer that i would need anyways because exactly. if she wanted more screen time then she's not the girl that i want to be dating anyway uh -huh. i think by you going to paradise you created so much clarity from the situation that would not have been there had you simply sent a dm when she got back i'm so surprised yeah. that production even allowed me to return to be honest they were, they were like obviously encouraging of it. They were like, yeah, if you like the girl, come back and get her. But I was like, that's crazy to me that you guys are even letting me do this, right? Why? It's, it's great drama. It's what are you talking about? Of course, it's good drama. But when have you ever seen a contestant leave and then come back? I'm just saying it's, I don't think so it's when, ever really happened before. When did you ever see a girl like in a, girl. a relationship with another girl? It's true. It's a you lot. Know, there's a lot of firsts in, firsts in this uh, 
in this season. We're pioneers. Um, so yeah, so we left together and then we got back, spent a couple nights in the van. I mm-hmm. think I can talk about all that stuff right now, right? We could talk about whatever you want. <laughs> and then we traveled to... The thing about me and Kaylin is like, we're so different. Like, well, how's the relationship been since you left Paradise together? I mean, it's been great. So it's like, obviously it's been it's been turbulent at times. Like she's been through her fair share of the drama this season. And like, mm-hmm. it sucks having to like be part of that third, from like a third party perspective. But like, obviously I'm supporting her through that. And I'm like trying to remind her that like... There's a lot of good that's come from the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like I didn't know what you were talking about first. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and so like it's hard to see her like handle a lot of stuff. And obviously I go I'm going to bat for her because she's my girlfriend. And um God, that feels like forever ago. It does feel like forever ago. And I kept telling her, I was like, people are gonna forget about this in like a week, in two weeks. Like, I know, no but in care. that moment, that's not what you want to hear. In that moment when you're going through that drama, it's like you think everyone's reading about it, you think everyone's talking about you, and yeah, like maybe five percent of the followers that are following you, no one talk are talking about it, yeah. but that's not what you want to hear. And it's tough to be rational in that moment because yeah. yes, I agree, everybody forgets about it in two weeks, but in that moment, yeah. it's your world. No, I agree, I understand. Yep. But it's uh, not yeah, but you're right, but it's not easy. And so we've, we've like traveled a bunch together as individuals. We're pretty different. Uh, like she, uh, we're working on her adventurous side, you know? So it's like, it, it's, it, it's been great, but just as humans, we're a little bit different. And so it's just as like the discovery phase of like, what do you like? What don't you like? What can we do? What can't we do? That's fun. We're sh- yeah, exactly. It's fun. And every couple is going to have their disconnects. Like every couple is not going to mesh well perfectly together and like sink right into each other's lives. Like I like to live in a van and rock climb and she, you know, lives in West Hollywood and likes to hang out with her friends, which is great. And I just like, it's a, a learning process to learn how to be supportive and present for her and vice versa, her for me. Um, but things are going well. Like it's, it's, a, you know, I think I, I went back to the show to basically show that I'm committed to figuring it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you'll learn, I mean, trust me, you've been in relationships before. With committed relationships comes compromise and sacrifice. But that's not necessarily, I feel like there's a stigma on those two words that it has to be a negative thing when it really doesn't. And that's something I've discovered over the past almost two years now uh, of really learning that compromise is can be a positive thing. I don't know, it kind of... I think it shows a different side of me than I've really ever known before, if I'm, that makes sense. I'm trying to think of the compromises that we've made for each other. Well, what I'm talking about is like you currently, like you, you want to live in a van and, and travel and do yeah. all these things, but there are going to be mm-hmm. times where she needs you to be somewhere mm. and you have to be there because you're her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's something to me that's a compromise, but it shows stability. Yeah. It shows uh, responsibility. Yeah. You know, and I, so I, I, I don't know. I, I look at that as a positive rather than a negative. Yeah. Um, so hold on to clear the air, the air for a second. So Dean, is the air muddied? Deed Uncler. No, it's not, but I'm going to ask you a question right now. Oh, and I just need a verbal yes or a verbal no. <laughs> Dean, Deany babies, Dean Uncler. Since the beginning of this podcast, Help I Suck at Dating with Dean Ungler a year and a half ago. You've been a single man. Are you in a relationship? Yes. Yay! But I've been in a relationship before on this podcast. Leslie. Oh, Leslie. Damn it. I forgot about Leslie. Well, this is the well, first time we're all committed. Still exciting. And it's we're very happy exciting. for dinner. I have a girlfriend. I will say that we've <laughs> I don't I don't know if I should share this or not, but I will. We've taken the biggest step I've ever taken in a relationship. Whenever you say that, wow. share it. Wait, really? And I'll it. Wait, what's the biggest step? The biggest step I've ever taken in a relationship. And I don't know if you I don't even know if you and Ashley have taken this step yet. I mean, I've 
can hope so. <laughs> I don't think Vanessa and Josh have taken it either. I'm sure Mark and his wife and Easton and his wife have, but... You guys in a thruple or something? What's going on? <laughs> Kaylin and I, as of yesterday, are on a cell phone plan together. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That's a commitment. It's a, it's a two-year oh, commitment. Two, two years. years. Wow. Two years? Wow. It's a two-year commitment. You signed on the dotted line, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, we, we're both on Verizon together. Dude, that's a, a more of a commitment <laughs> than proposing to someone. Yeah, so it's a big step. Verizon, huh? Vanessa, are you on a plan with the no, Silver Fox? No, absolutely not. Wow. I'm Nobody not on a plan with Ashley. No. Wow. I'm not on a plan with my wife either. You're not? No. Shut the heck up. Actually, I'm not either. Wait, really? <laughs> wow. Wait, what? Wow. How are you, how you, are you not on the same plan? Because iHeart takes care of me. Oh. oh, okay. That's pretty So they're cool. on, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, so, Dean, congratulations on being on the wow. same phone bill. Yeah, I keep telling her, I'm like, that's what great. happens when we break up? Because that's going to be weird. But... Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> You're all Always just turn it on so, a dark mood. So yeah, I don't really know how much of it I can share again because we still have the reunion episode next week, which we're, we we won't talk about next week. We can maybe talk about it in Vegas the following week. Uh, but like, I don't yeah. know if ABC is going to get upset with me for sharing this stuff because technically we still might well, not be together. Can, can you have her on? And you uh, guys can talk, talk about it together? I'm never oh. going to have her as a guest on this podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Shut Hold the phone. Up. She's coming on. No, that's not yeah, negotiable. Stop the clock. That's, that's not negotiable. I'll slide her. I'll slide into her why would you, and invite her myself. One, if you really wanted that to happen, why would you ever say that on air? It's not negotiable. <laughs> why? <laughs> past girlfriends have come in here? Yeah, exactly. And they're f***ing past girlfriends. Sorry, language. No, that's not, Wait, that, I, that's I, not why. They're past girlfriends. Why would you not want her on here? I don't know. I just like, I don't need other people from the outside looking in, judging a relationship that I'm happy in. So it's like, I'm just Aren't gonna they going to judge it even more if you say on air, I don't want her on the podcast? I, I don't care. I don't want her on the podcast. We're gonna you fly haven't had her. Ashley on the podcast yet? No, but she's more than welcome. It's all because it's too much Ashley and Jared. You know, we need some separation here. The point of the story is it's a non-negotiable. She's never going to be a guest on this podcast. And that okay, is we'll have her on all. when you're not on. It'll be Jared and I and Kaylin. Uh, like sure. I, I guess I don't mind that. I just oh. like, don't want us to be together. Because we could just fly her to Montreal and have her in that room with Vanessa. There's nothing you could do about it. <laughs> yeah, one-on-one -on -one <laughs> girl talk. I could certainly just walk out the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, was, what were we getting to there? Anyways, yes. That was, yeah. Where does it take a break off ABC. That, So that's basically the extent of the relationship. I'm sure I forgot a bunch of things. I, I, I've been working on clearly communicating my thoughts and ideas more, but I still struggle with it. So if you have any more questions about it, please email us. Help I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. I, I would love to answer questions about the relationship. If you have any questions about Jared and Ashley's wedding or honeymoon, help I suck. Or, or just our relationship as a married couple. Yeah. I think that could be very relatable as a newly husband and wife. I love it. I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. And the same thing with Vanessa, too. Vanessa's currently in a relationship. We're all in relationships. Yeah. 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 Look at us. Can we we, change, we, we upgraded. Change the name of the Three podcast? relationships. Only one of them has a shared cell phone plan. I wonder which one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, no, yeah, if, you have any, if you have any questions about Vanessa and Josh's relationship, what it's like dating Canada, Canada versus America, what could there be the differences in dating? You know, some eat poutine, some eat ketchup on their french fries. <laughs> I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. We want your questions. We want to be able to answer them. And, you know, we sometimes bulldoze over things like unintentionally. But like if you have a, a, a thought or an idea that we talked about that you want us to expand upon, I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Email us and we'll answer them on air.
Yeah, we always love feedback. We love the Facebook group, Help I Suck a Dating Podcast. You can follow us on social media on Instagram, Help I yes. Suck a Dating. Jared, Jared recently took over the reins for the Help I Suck a Dating Instagram page, and it's been doing very well. I think I uh, wow. we gained a couple hundred followers. Yeah, I'm really Is happy. Is that why there was a football um, post <laughs> yeah. the other day? But didn't well, that di- make sense? I thought that was a great post because yeah, I found crazy. him and his Broncos and then me and my Patriots. And then I was like, or are you like Vanessa and you could give a rat's ass and you just live your best life. And then it was a picture with you and a red nose. Yeah, it was amazing. You're doing a great job of, of Thanks, guys. I, pre- I need that moral support. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, okay. So we are going to answer one email uh, via listener. But before we do that, we are going to take one quick break and dive right into it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. All right, we are back, and we have a listener email that our beloved Mark is going to read for us. so nice. It's anonymous. She says, I've been dating my boyfriend for a few months now. He won't say I love you over text message. He was the first to say it out loud, and when he first said it, I felt it might have been too soon, but I said it back anyway. I'm comfortable saying it now. He has no problem saying it to me when we're together, but apparently he has an issue with typing it out Mm. over a text. Do you think this is something I should bring up, or should I let this go? Hi, I'm a red flag. It's very nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think it is? Do you think he's hiding something? Yes, I think he's hiding something. Vanessa, imagine Josh coming up to you every day and saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then you go to text him saying, I love you. And he's like, well, I can't write it in text message. 
She's what? not saying no, but that. I want to know not. what their conversation is like. Does he just not say it and she never approached him about it and never brought it up? Or he just... I think she should bring it up. an excuse. I don't think she should bring it I think this is fine, honestly. Well, it says yeah. that apparently he has an issue with typing it over text. I'm assuming she's saying that because they okay. have talked about it. Yeah, that's weird. No, I don't that's, think so. I, think judging, just, judging by how it was read, I think that he just says it in person and he doesn't type it. And because of that, I don't think that there's really any harm in being like, hey, like, why don't you just say you love me on text, but you say it in per- person, right? Yeah, I don't mind her saying that. What else you well, know? she has to. Sorry, I assume they already had this conversation. Maybe right. they did. I mean, maybe they did. I just, from reading it, I don't, it doesn't sound like it to me. I don't they, think that she has said anything about it. I think she's looking for our advice the, first. Look, at the very end, she says, do you think this is something I should bring up with him? Or oh, not? okay, never mind. She didn't, right. Yeah. So maybe it's not as big as a red flag as I thought. Just bring it up. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe yeah. he, maybe his L button is broken on his phone or something like that. It's probably a really <laughs> silly thing. I don't think this is a major red flag. I yeah. don't. If he's telling you he loves you, I think that's good. Yeah. I don't think these, he's worried about other people seeing it in his phone. I think that's a stretch. No, I agree. Well, the only reason I initially thought it was a bad sign is if she, if he verbally said, oh, I have a tough time texting it because mm. then you just don't want any ink, right. you know, which right. makes me question, right. why would you not want anybody to see that? I'll, I'll bet you no this, paper I'll, trail. I'll bet you when you bring it up with the guy, he's probably going to be like, I didn't even realize. I probably didn't even realize I was probably saying, wasn't saying I love you. Well, now I'm a schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's, I might just make him uncomfortable. There's some, there's a sweetness to it that he might not be cool with. I don't know. It could be a stupid reason, but I, think I don't think I think he's deal. totally oblivious to the fact that he's not even saying it Maybe. via text message. And once you bring it up with him, he'll be like, oh, more cognizant of the idea and say, I love you via text. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. Real quick, Laura has a question for Dean. Uh, she has a 31-year-old son oh. who is interested in pursuing a nomadic life. Nice. Problem yeah. is he has trouble getting off the hamster wheel of working a full-time job yeah. all day, pedicabbing in Boston at night. Mm. There you go, Jared. To make ends meet in an expensive city, plus he has to pay off his college loans. How can you launch a nomadic lifestyle and still make ends meet? I got the I got the reason. I got the secret sauce right here. Okay. Oh, boy. Just go on The Bachelorette. Become an influencer. Simple as that. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't really have any advice for him because that's honestly the only reason I was able to do it is because I was always kind of stuck on that hamster wheel as well, living paycheck to paycheck. And then I went on The Bachelorette and I swear to God, I hit the lottery and started to be able to do things that I wanted to do. And one of those was move into a van full time. I know it's like a kind of an unconventional uh, way of doing that. And like there really isn't much advice to be. It's like a, I hit the lottery, basically. I yeah. can, you can't give someone mm-hmm. advice on how to hit the lottery. You know Just what got I mean? lucky. I got very, very mm-hmm. lucky. Um, and it, it sucks because I get asked that question often like via Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff. And they're like, hey, like I'm this is my lifestyle. I want to live more like you. How do I do it? And I can't really answer it. And just. Because I don't really have an answer for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, it sucks. You got to kind of prioritize things and figure out what you want in life. Because if you do want to try to make ends meet and save up and potentially buy a house one day, then yeah. you might have to continue what you're doing. But if you really don't see that as a priority and your main priority is living your life right now and traveling and see all the places that you want to see, then you might not make as much money as you hope. But I, I think that's the mm-hmm. best way I could best advice I could give you right now is to try to uh, figure out what your end goal is and work towards that. Because unfortunately, we're all going to leave this earth at some point. So you want to make sure you do the things that you want most. Um, Because I I think, you know, hopefully many, 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 many years from now, uh, when uh, you're on your deathbed and looking back on your life, I don't think, um, you know, pedicabbing in Boston is probably going to be the first one that comes to mind. So, you know, money is very important in this life, but... It, it is, but also we all have a different definition of what success is. Exactly. So maybe success for him is his level of happiness and freedom. And maybe he just needs a break, a, a one year or two year thing, and then get back into the hustle and bustle of a nine to five job. So totally. I don't know. 
I think it's good advice, Vanessa. Uh, we're going to end this podcast, but I'm going to end it on a quote, one that I found just the other day that my friend posted on Instagram, and I think it's appropriate via this email that we just received. It is short. It says, one life, just one. Why aren't we running like we are on fire towards our wildest dreams? And so for Laura, to your son, I think you should tell him that. Just be like, look, if you want to do this, do it, because you only get one life. As Jared said, we're not going to be here forever. And if you fail, then you fail, and there's nothing wrong with that. And like you said, failure is it's looked upon in different reasons. If you go after the things you want in life and you don't achieve them, that's not failure to me. Yeah, failure would be not trying. Oof, that was, yeah, that was deep. I love that. All right, well, that'll you do can it. be such a good dad. That'll do yeah. it for this week's episode of I Help. I need to I practice what I preach. Probably but, you know. soon. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> a big thank you to ZipRecruiter and all Zip of the other sponsors Recruiter. on this podcast. Big thank you to Tori, Mark, and Easton, our wonderful producers. Big thank you to... Jared for getting married and providing content for us for the anytime guys anytime (laughs) Vanessa thank you for uh, skyping all the way in from Montreal and big thank you to me for being so vulnerable and just wonderful and amazing and charming and good looking and funny next week we have a couple great guests we got Neve Shulman from MTV Catfish Catfish. we have Nicole Lappin who is an incredible author and she will be uh, talking about her new book Becoming Superwoman Um, and then after that we're going to be heading to Vegas and we're going to be recording live from there Vegas on the blackjack table So be sure to tune in then when maybe we might just suck a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations. Flatiron Plaza in New York City, in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.